Three, two, one. All right, welcome to episode five of the top cast. I think it's five anyway, I hope it is. But look, we're going anyway. I'm joined today by the Inner City Running. Is it a club? Inner City Running Club. Inner City Running Club, Dwayne Edgar and Carl Taff. Um, boys, thanks for coming on. No, thanks, thanks for taking for the time. Thanks very much, but appreciate it. Look, um, before I get started with the, the, the what, how, and the why of the, of the what you are doing, I'll get a little background on, on yourselves personally, who you are, where you come from, where you grew up, and what, what eventually led you to coming together and getting this going. I'll start with you, Dwayne, if you want. Yeah, of course. So, um, obviously, living in town all my life, living in Hemiet Street. Um, in regards to fitness and stuff like that, always play football constantly play football um, from football to running to running to going doing a, doing a, a course with the FAI getting a full uh, gym instruction qualified free tackle level 5 um, a lifeguard all that kind of stuff in regards to getting in, involved with Carl me and Carl know ourselves well yeah, so you, you played football well, Alfie together, wasn't yeah. it? That's I'd say that's where we kind of knew each other from playing playing with Alfie's and then we were in school. He was always a year behind. A year behind until he was a year behind until fourth year or something. We done fourth year. He skipped it. Mm-hmm. It was probably the worst thing I done going into school with them because I was always the class clown. Car was always go on you do it, you do it. <laughs> Before I was now, the bike was on the back and I was going to the office where Car was breaking his bollocks laughing. So you were the wagon, yeah. You were the class messer, yeah. Oh, it's the class fucking that. EJ. <laughs> 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 about six years though when I was we lived up with another day. That's that's another. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking a lot. I'm telling a few people that I was like, getting you on, they're all saying Dwayne and about uh, the X Factor. Yeah, yeah. So, go, I was going to say it. I was going to say it. But the thing was... I remember seeing her. I didn't know yeah, it was you. So, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's just piercing Has the that just always been in you? It's always been in me, but I was saying the car, like, there's sometimes I get anxiety. Like, even coming down here, I was buzzing. Mm. Then I got to the gate and I... Yeah. I do. Everyone gets yeah. anxiety. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's sometimes it's... A nice amount of it is good. You yeah. need it, like you know. But what I, mean? I find I, I play on adrenaline. I play on like the the corridor of uncertainty. So when I don't the X Factor edition, mm-hmm. anyways, alone we don't get much into it. But when I went onto the stage, I felt comfortable. Did I was in the wing in the wing before I went on. Like, I did three auditions before I got the Simon Cowell and all that. And how I got through was beyond me. But when I was in the in the auditions. I was performing like I was performing to thousands of people. Really? I think that's what got me through. So anyways, when I was on the wing of anger, I was in the nervous, I said, no, I can't wait, I'm buzzing. And the minute I went out, just people in the crowd that knew me, and they were cheering me, and just from that, I just the confidence just, just came over me. And it wasn't an issue where I was, I think I'm better than people, because I knew I couldn't yeah. sing. Yeah. But it was just, I felt confident, I felt that's where I belonged at the time. Yeah. But that's, that, that's but like, that, you yeah. see kids like that even today, you know, and, and there's a, you can't help but sort of gravitate towards them yeah. and love them, you know, yeah. and they, they say they're full of blatant confidence, they don't give a bollocks. There's a fine line between an arrogant little yeah. bastard that you yeah. just want to give a clatter. Yeah. Well, sometimes they can be kind of probably back in your place and sometimes, but no, it's more of a confidence thing. I just like, Where does that come from? Just myself, I just believe in myself. Yeah. Um, like even doing runs and stuff like that, or, or doing the challenges, and just always believe. If, if you don't. My ethos is if you don't believe in yourself, you're never going to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and one of the lads are talking about like, booking marathons or Ironmans. Book it, fuck it, deal with it when you come to it. That's, 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 it, that's, yeah. the way, that's the way we look at things. 100%, like. yeah. And uh, what about yourself, Carl? What about where are you from? You're from, you're from, you're from Greek Street, you I'm said. I'm from there, Greek yeah. Street, yeah. So um, grew up the same area as Dwayne. We went to the same school, played football together. 
Um, fitness has always been big in my life. I've always been fit, played football, and then with football comes running, like, you know what I mean? So then we'd always kind of keep fit on the side, whether I'd be going gym or mm. running or whatever. And then there's plenty of times where we were laid off at work, mm. me and Dwayne, and we'd be walking the streets just saying, what the fuck are we doing with mm. ourselves? And we'd just go <laughs> for coffees, like, and we'd say, right, come on, we go for a coffee. We'd just start, start saying, right, the coffee club, right? And we'd be sitting there having a coffee and, like, it was like, that's where the whole thing came from, was sitting together in a coffee shop, you know, talking, shooting, and then we come up with the idea of saying, why don't we do something for the year? Yeah. Mm. We said, we'll do a running club, like, it doesn't cost that. And when was this when you come up with the idea, boys? It was probably, it was last year, it was literally, it was during like, the, I'd, I'd say it was a couple of weeks, it was during the pandemic, it was mm. a couple of weeks kind of before we, before we actually settled up in, in August, wasn't uh, see, it? See, the thing, the thing was, we always, me and Carl was always the ones that was always got the bad tone of work, we, we were left with bosses that were pricks and mm. they didn't get us and that's okay. Not everyone is going to get us, not everyone's going to like us, but the, not to feed too much into that. We were always the ones that was laid off, so we had this crack. It was the unemployment club, right? Yeah. Wasn't it, Carl? The, the, the unemployment club, the coffee club. club. So we were out having coffees and we'd put up an Instagram message unemployment club coffee club. and you'd see people coming boys so you were in Starbucks and doing like, there's the unemployment club, they come in and have a coffee and <laughs> we just have the yeah. crack. But, we always kept, as we got fitter, as we got older, as we got more mature, we always said, well, there was never anything within the inner city for yeah. us. Yeah. Now, we would like to do something for other people, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And mm. then, as to what I was saying, when, like, not that we're fucking experts in running or mm. anything like that, but we'd like to be able to, for someone that hasn't ran at all, and then, especially with James being closed, mm. people not being able to do that, we're saying, right, we'll start something, we'll do the running club, and that, that we kind of know, We'll pass on to others. Mm. What you see with us is what you get. Mm. We're saying, like, if it's only little tips, like, did you see that thing there that was shared the other day saying, like, how would you start this running? Do you just walk out the door and just leg it, like? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? People don't, like, there was people coming up to us and they were saying, like, like, how do you run? And we were saying, like, just just run, but people think, like, literally, you how do you run? And you, and you sprint, like, you know what yeah. I mean? We're saying, no, just take it nice and easy. And it was just passing on these little tips, but little did we know, it became massive it grew legs itself mm. and it just took off like. it was funny though because when you look back literally hit the ground yeah. on. <laughs> what happened what, like, when lockdown came he just he got stuck in the training car didn't we yeah like we just I, personally for me yeah, everyone you either went one way or the other didn't you look, it led it was probably this time last year mm. remember with the with the 100 miles in February for the Matter Foundation yeah, yeah the two yeah. of us signed up for that and we done that and then I busted my knee, he finished he, it. He done his knee, oh, you finished it. And then after that was the 100 push-ups today mm-hmm. in, was it March or April, April or something like that? April, for the month of April. And that was for the Lord of Limb Foundation. Oh, and I said to the man, come on, we do it. We done it. And it was just kind of them little challenges. Yeah. And then little did we, did we know that it become something. Like, it was funny because when you go back, even to me, the, the before last year, everyone goes chilling. Parties. Mm. most weekends drink mm. uh, had a ball enjoyed mm. it really enjoyed it you look back and you say look at the money out the waist and going out yeah. drinking 100%. and this is this is true as God and you look and I says to the missus this is now from January we're going to hit the ground we're going to get saving and then the lifestyle changes and then when the pandemic hit then we always said when we are laid off work we were always in and out work hard weren't we yeah. and I always said the next time I'm off work for a long period of time I'm going to train like a professional yeah. and Got to a serious fitness level, felt great in myself, start realising, well, if we can do this, anyone can do this. And we're kind of having the chit-chats about what we'd like to do. One night, 
in the gaff, made a video, put it out there. And I finished the swim, I'll never forget it in sea point, and I looked at my phone, and I was scrolling with all the notifications like that. Mm. And I go, to Carl, that's it. It's just, the rest is history. Yeah. That, that yeah, was it, Carl, wasn't yeah, it? Blew up, and even, even with the challenge that's going on at the moment, you put that video out there, and I think it has nearly 20,000 views, and then it was just like constantly notification after notification, people tagging all their friends. And it's just something, you know what I mean, to keep people occupied. Well, yeah, that's why I reached out to these boys and I have to say I think it's a great idea. It's a fair play to doing it. It's definitely giving pe- people the incentive to get out of gas. Yeah. Because like I said there a second ago, with these lockdowns, people either go one way or the other. They either fall into ruts and they, they, they can't yeah. motivate themselves yeah. and they need that, that little page. You are holding people accountable to themselves now, you know that's what I mean? Yeah. If, if it's even just a matter of going on their own, tagging you's in it, that's holding them accountable. They know they have to do that then, you know, and yeah. it gets them off their ass, it gets them out, it gets them feeling good, it gets the body moving, and, and it, it gets their health improving overall. And like you said about the February run with the, the 100 miles, it's not very, it, it's not attainable it's for not most terrible. people, you know what I mean? It's yeah. 160 kilometers, 100%. it's nearly a marathon a week. That's what we said about the, about the challenge, sorry, Carl. 60, this is, we constantly, literally feedback to people, stop looking at other people, and Carl, Carl's a master of it. Carl never gets caught up. Sometimes I do, and I'll be honest, sometimes mm. I can. Carl never gets caught up in other people. He focuses on himself, Ooh. and you need to be like that. And in regards to the challenge, like 60k, people think, oh, because someone goes out and does a marathon, blah, blah. To do 60k walking or running in a month is an, an amazing achievement. Mm. And some people don't give themselves enough credit because they get yeah. caught up on social media. And social media, that's what we always say, is used in the wrong platform. You have influencers, you have bloggers, and it's used in the wrong way. What we're doing is real. It's realistic and it's achievable. And, and at the end of it, you obviously feel good. So obviously people come listening and watching this. It's all about stop seeing what other people are doing. Focus on yourself, work on yourself. And then as before you know, you'll start building on it. And just for anyone who is listening in, boys, if one of you want to take it away, the specifics of this current challenge. I know we're a week in, I catch us a week late, but I'm going to try to get this out for the week too. And it's, hopefully it's not too late for anyone to start, obviously, mm. and to join in on the second oh, week. No. So if yeah, you just want to give the details if, if of what... a week behind, just carry on a week into March. You know what I mean? There's, there's no start date or end date. If, if you want to start in March, start mm. in March. It's, it's always going to be on the And is, what it's platforms is just on Instagram? No, we're on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, but Instagram is the big one. Okay. I think that's the most popular. Well, if anyone's listening get, in and you yeah. want to get involved, it's not all about running. You can walk it yeah. as well and, and, and follow the boys on the, whatever platform just, that's just on. Just on the it? challenge. What it, what it, this is the video, this is the camera, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Just on the challenge, it's 100 press-ups today or 50 press-ups today. It's 100 squats or 50 squats and it's either 15 second plank break and another 15 second or else it's 30 seconds and 30 seconds. And then we ask you to do either three or four runs per week. We have it actually outlined on a vision board so you can see it on our page, which for the first week is 4K, mm. next week is 5K, the third week is 5K and the last uh, week is 6K. Right. So that accumulates to 60K overall. Really? So it's broken down and it's well designed and it's, it is doable. And even the last night we started from the club Doing the stretching yeah, session. Doing the stretching session. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? We were trying to implement like people, make sure you do your bit of stretching. Because you are going Recovery to be and stretching is important, isn't it? It is. Even down to sleep. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? People don't, people don't focus on that. We, we were only talking about it today. We were saying, like, it's easy to go out running and go train and go to the gym, lift weights or whatever. Yeah. But the important thing is literally stretching and resting your recovery. Yeah. Like, you that's it. You're that's, 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 what it. that's what allows you to go the next day. It's probably you know a good point to then, obviously, say as well, like, in in with the challenge with so many people engaging with us and there's a lad me and Carl follow Shane Finney from Kerry he's a he's an ultra he's an ultra marathon runner he, 
he ran across and cycled across Route 66 there. And he, he's unbelievable, like, you know. And Carl put, actually put me on to him um, in regards to stretching sessions. He does foam rolling and mobility sessions for mm. cyclists and runners and stuff like that. So as we start kind of progressing into looks the triathlons, we start kind of saying, well, listen, at the end of the day, running, cycling and swimming is great. Mm. You don't stretch, it's game over. 100%. So we reached out. We kind of had back and forwards with him, haven't yeah. we, Carl? Yeah. So he's actually going to come on and do a live stretching session with us for the club, really? for, the, for, the, for, the, for the challenge, and he thinks it's a great thing. So he's a, he's a massive following. He knows what he's talking about. And it's not that. It's kind of someone that men, Dwayne, can kind of look up to. Exactly, and that's, like you said, going back on your point earlier, it's, it's, it's no harm to look up to someone who does has incredible accomplishments like your man mm. there. Um, we know your man the people I look up to we, we look to the looks of David Goggins and Fulke yeah. and Jocko Willick and yeah, all these boys are, are machines and I think the, the mental resilience that they can instil in you just listening to them will, will make it go fucking an extra 10% further oh, yeah, than you believe listen to them for 5 minutes or something but, yeah, but going back you, there's a difference between comparing yourself to someone and being inspired by someone you yeah. know what I mean so you can look you boys can look up to this fella but you don't compare yourselves to him you can, no, you just it's hard to compare yourself to you that, the person you are yesterday take little snippets from each yeah. person like you know what I mean say Jack or Willick you take his his mindset yeah. and then Goggins you can say well, he's, he's just disciplined yeah. you know what I mean like it's none of this motivation like I that's I kind of walk off discipline rather than motivation mm. because motivation comes and goes 100%. You, know I mean? you, you can wake up this morning you're saying right going to go around going to train all day yeah. and then tomorrow the next day you'll be like you've no motivation 100% agree and that's yeah. what we try to tell people like, it's great having this challenge because everybody is motivating each other but what we try to get across to people is be disciplined over yeah. motivation because motivation comes and goes 100% this discipline is what will keep you going yeah, 100% going, yeah. and even to the David Goggins the David Goggins thing some people want to be David Goggins truthfully mm. fucking idiots yeah, yeah, yeah. why would you want to enforce your body to go through exactly what he goes through well you have a full time yeah, job you have a family and stuff like that he doesn't have any that's of that his life. Yeah, that's his and this is what him, I'm man. trying to say I mean, me and Carl keep trying to say be real be honest to who you are be on your path be on your journey don't start comparing yourself to someone that hasn't that, that, is, that is his full time job and don't get me wrong I read his book I listened to his uh, couple of his podcasts what he's done is exceptional mm. but that's David Goggins mm. like that's, that's him kind of a one of a kind yeah, you know I mean? yeah, you, you, yeah I don't think It'd be fairly hard to get to his level. Yeah, you now 100%. Mean, he's a bleeding machine. But look, it's, it's, pe- it's people like that. him who, 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 yeah, you don't have to like, reach their standard. You yeah. don't have to aim for that. But That's it's it. someone who, if, who it's a good himself yeah, of course. from where, where he was to where he got to, if you can do even half of that, You've turned your life around, yeah. But 100%. I mean, it's and, childhood and all, you know, all that KKK yeah. and all that. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the stuff he went through, like it mm. was mental to, to overcome that and then to, to go into the military and do what he done, like it was amazing. Yeah, but I think I think I understand what you're saying, it's not for everyone. That yeah, that no. extra hard sort of motivation. Look, boys, I've done, done a 12k this morning and I'm bleeding nearly 18 and a half stone. I'm heavy now. Yeah. I, my, my main thing is weights, I lift yeah, weights, yeah. but I, I started getting into running in the lockdown last year. I done my first yeah. half marathon and all towards the end of last year. I want to do a full one this year, but I need to get the weight down. But my point being is. If I'm out running and I'm struggling, I'm saying to myself, come on, you fucking fat pussy. You know, like, yeah, I'm in my head. Yeah, I have yeah. that. Goggins yeah, relates yeah. with me on that level. But it's, it's not like, for everyone. It's like what he says with the cookie jar. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're reaching into the cookie oh, jar. This, and there's things that I... This. What Carl said, we, my first marathon had done, I'll never forget it. It's probably got the wrong last year, cancelled. I've done my knee, so it's probably a good thing that I didn't come around. So, done my first marathon, Carl's done them before. And... 
32 K in car, was it? Yeah, we were on the coast. coast. Never forget, it was the windiest day of lockdown. We ran out the hold back in around Dan's Park, came back out onto the coast, and the minute of the year, the, the, the wind hit me. We kind of hold it a small bit. Mm. Boom, hamstring. That was a snowball. Oh, the lads was ahead of me. And I'm on the ground and I'm trying to stretch my legs out. I'm like, Carl! <laughs> so Carl turns back and I'm like, you got to stretch me out. But Carl was kind of saying the thing, the cookie jar, go back to when you, when you're feeling tired. But reverting back off that, off that is... If you want to be somebody, you can be whatever you inspire to be because mm. anything is possible. But if you want to go out and run 200k, 300k, and you want to do all these ultra marathon runs, yeah, yeah. right, I'll tell you, be honest with you, leave your job, yeah. leave your missus, yeah. don't have anything and focus on that. If yeah. that's what your main focus is, that's what you put all your yeah. energy into. Because we're, we're basic yeah. normal people. Mm. Like, saving from, say, mortgages, walking, living at home with your ma, kids, family, mm. social life. That's living. Mm. But if you want to go and you want to literally put all your energy into that, yeah, of course you can mm. do it. But this is all the stuff that, you, not that you may lose out on, but you possibly can lose 100%. out on. It's yeah, what, definitely. Do you know what I mean? It's what 100%. you want. You and there have, has to be a balance in life. You can't have your cake it, and eat it too. An, yeah. it's, a, it's an addiction. It yeah. is an addiction. Like it, it, in ways, it can be good, but when it comes to that kind of addiction, maybe it's bad. You yeah. Know, yeah. Especially when, it's when it starts. Yeah, when mm. it messes up with family life and all that, then it's your... Finding the right balance is something that's key, isn't it? I'm currently trying for Ironman in Mallorca. And since last year, we've done an Ironman 70.3. We went our own, actually. Double Olympic distance for a lad in Cabra that had cancer. So we start getting into the triathlon. To be honest, I'm hooked. I love it. Mm. It's, it's like a new drug, to be honest with you. And um, my missus always say, no, I'm a, I'm a, uh, a triathlon widow. Because <laughs> oh, you're up early, you're, out, you're training yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And she laughs about it. Now, she's great. She's supportive and stuff like that. Ooh. But it's the same thing. It's easy to get caught up in training and without even knowing, mm. losing out on that time. So there has to be a balance in between. 100%, yeah. And... Who's bringing it back, boys? To what? It's just so as long as I pay, you're saying there's a lot of charitable causes, a lot of fundraisers that you're involved in. I think that's a real inner city thing. I think people who come from the fucking Sense the ground up, yeah. who who they want to always give back. It's always the ones with the least who want to give back, isn't it? And what is it? Is it is a sort of interlinked with inner city helping homeless a little bit as well? Yeah. Do you want? I just want to talk yeah. a little bit on that. Anthony has been great with us oui. when we first came about with the club. He reached out and he's saying, lads any help needed I'm Herbius and then from that we were linked with him and he was like he was showing us the ins and outs on you know how to get um, what you're saying yeah applying for the likes of say the grants, grants. Mm. and that's what it was he, he'd know all that stuff because he that's what he does yeah. we wouldn't know so he was able to help us with this and then he was saying right, if you want to set it up as a proper club I'll help you and it's probably something that we wouldn't have done if we hadn't got his guidance. Yeah. So then we were like, right, from him giving us a good hand there, we'll help him out with NRC mm. helping the homeless. And that's where that fundraiser came from in, what was it, November and December, wasn't it? Yeah, well, so what happened was we were, we were kind of reaching out. We don't mind doing a part um, in, in regards to anything. In regards to the homeless, it, we had an uncle that was homeless. He chose to be homeless. Mm. And he ended up dying. Mm. And it's not... I fucking might get depressed now, but you see certain things. Like we go out running that? so much early in the morning. We, we're early boards. We like sunrises and we love running. And as I said, 
it's it's a great feeling that we get from it. Mm. And you're running and you're looking, you're seeing people in the street, you're like, Jesus Christ, how lucky are you? So came up with an idea with Anto. We says, right, Anto, you had to do so much as he yeah, set the club up. Fundraiser, right? uh, and we do, do a fundraiser. So in order to try and cater for everyone in the club, the best way, and our, our whole team of the club is to try and cater for everyone. You're not going to keep everyone happy, but mm. kind of keep as many people as you can. So it was 15,000 steps a day to keep the cold away was the, was the challenge right. for the month of November. And we let that into December and we done a 50K charity run. Yeah. And I think it was... It was what well, about and a half grand or something, right? Yeah, and then up we, we did get the check, it was like 10 and a half grand or something, and then more donations came in, another 10 and a half grand. I think it was tore in 388. Just the, the feeling from handing that money over was brilliant because, like, as the wine said, you're, you're going past the homeless people on the street and mm. you're looking at them and you're saying, you're helping them without them knowing it or whatever like that, and it, it's just an amazing feeling yeah, to be able to play. give back. It's not like you know I mean, that it's a, it is a big fucking issue in this country, you know. It's it's getting worse, but another fucking, thing, yeah. we we were on a run one day and we were running up the canals. We just went up past Ratmines. Was that part of Bella? I'll never forget this. I can't remember who was running with me out of the club, but some fella he was washing himself in the canal, and getting sticks cut, with you. Absolutely, could feel kind of upset thinking about it. Like he, his head was going into the canal and he was washing his head and all. Had a bit of soap and all, saying like. That's horrible. Nobody deserves to yeah. be homeless. And I admire, I admire the work that these, these charitable causes do around the area. I mean, and the volunteers, the un, unsung heroes of, ah, of them. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It is unbelievable. And they're out there every fucking night and the, the rain, hell, or snow. And look, uh, hopefully they've come up with solutions. I know that there was a thing on, I think it was RTA there a few weeks ago, I was saying, yeah, and there is that, yeah. alternatives and, and ways to deal with it. I remember a couple of years ago myself, I was had to read in Goggins' book actually. <laughs> And I, I ended up doing, um, I was coming up to Christmas and I said, I'll do 100k in 10 days. And I've done 10k a day. But what my point was, I got, got donations from everyone in the area, yeah. food and clothes. And I'd throw a blade rucksack on my back and I'd go running. And I, what I did yeah. was try to meet as many of them as yeah, I could. And I would yeah. sit down and talk yeah, yeah, with yeah. them. And I'd done that and getting to know some of their stories, you know, it's so easy to paint them off with the one brush. And it's. On Christmas Day was my last one. Just listening to you tell that story, there, there was a story that came back into my head, which was I was running down, coming back down the, from up your way, up from Greek Street, coming yeah. down towards up the back of Arnett's there. Um, and there was a couple of them in the doorway, a, a, yeah. a man and a woman. They could have been, I don't know if they were married or not. But as I was approaching them, I had socks and stuff in the, in the bag and I was taking it out of the bag. And your man was tapping his missus on the shoulder. He had a little present wrapped the blade in a doorway, pissing yeah. rain out, you know what I mean? And that, that, that stuck with me that day then, going home. And I know it's cliche, it doesn't matter what, what you have or, or on Christmas, it's what's around the tree. Yeah. But I, really, I felt it that day, you know definitely. that way. And we, we go back to it and we say, personally, different people have incentives of different things in life. Money most certainly doesn't make me happy. Mm. I couldn't care. Once I'm happy, once to me, once my mental health is strong, I couldn't care. I'm I don't, very anything else. You, yeah. And some people get caught up with the fancy lifestyles and we keep going back to the club and we keep putting it back to the club. Like, what makes you happy? And they're all like, oh, they see this club, I love it. I see getting out and get, getting out with people and blah, blah, yeah, blah. People, just mixing with people and in the sense of community. Brilliant. And Brilliant. The, the funny thing we say to me and Carl, people keep saying, you was two lads are doing amazing work. We're not doing the amazing work. See the people we have in our club they're the only yeah. reason because they're, they're the one they're the driving yeah, the force the yeah, yeah. you know what I mean they're the one 
constantly putting stuff up on social media, putting the good word out there, and then you know what I mean. If five people has come off each person, like, yeah, it's, it's, don't it's, be afraid it's to take some of the praise as well, boys. Because no, it's, 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 it's great. Up, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It is. It is great. It, it is. It's nice to hear you doing something right, but I'm being honest with you, without the people we have in our club, and I'm not just saying without having people. There's certain people in our club that just are absolutely amazing to work with in regards to their, their personalities. There's so many different personalities. And I tell you what, each time you run a 5k, 10k, there's not one person standing on their own in regards to being shy. Brilliant. Everyone just, just, just gets out. That's that inner city. Yeah, so. and it's not that. It's like, you know, me and Dwayne be running with them and say, like, there'll be a good few of us out. And, you know what I mean, two of us can only be... In certain yeah, places, yeah, times, yeah, like, yeah. and it, there'll be always someone helping out someone else. Yeah, because you know, like, that you can't be everywhere. they might need help, and that's that's where it comes from. But it's not it's, even it's that. Right? To see, we like, done the fifty k the, the the run over the summer room, and uh, was a killer. Yeah, the last last seven k was an absolute was a nightmare. I think the legs went about four or four times. I getting stretched out. It was tough, but going back to the club, help people, help you within the club with people coming out. In cars with with water, with, with shops donating. Like when I say the inner city, we to me it's Dublin one seven two. You could even push to eight. You can there's, there's a certain areas that we're hitting. Like we're getting people from Crumlin, we're getting people from Temple Law, we're getting yeah. people from Rahini, Rahini, yeah. and these are all linking in and they're trying to help as much. Are you that one that way? Well, we'll have water here, because we'll have this here, yeah. and that, that's what I'm going back to saying with the club. It's that community spirit. Yeah. It's 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 not just. In one area, it's like we all, we all like whether it's one, Dublin yeah. one, two, seven, yeah. three, whatever. It's all the fucking one. Pe- yeah. We're all the one people. Yeah. You know? People, people were kind of mistaken us when we first set up as well. They were saying, "Oh, is this only for people out of the inner city?" And we were saying, "No, we were saying the name, the name of the club is the inner city running club yeah. because that's where we're from. Brilliant. We're in our city." But like as the Wayne said, like there's people from Rahini, Blanche, like. We don't care where anybody yeah. comes from. We'll take them in. Fair play. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Like the Samaritans. <laughs> <laughs> take anybody in. It's not only for inner city people. Like, it's for anybody. Brilliant. Yeah, it's good to, good to note that. And, at the end of the day, was is is it a business? Is it is it is it a, is it a business plan? Is it like the people? How do people get involved? Like, I guess the most people who would be apprehensive. I'm sure. The people who run or have no problem running or have been playing football otherwise will get involved something yeah. to do but it's the ones who is probably trying to reach who have never done football that's kind of yeah. how, how, how do you that was kind appeal of the to them Run a minute, mm. walk a minute, run 30 seconds. Or whatever. Yeah. Just little things. We don't, we don't mind, like, but call the inner seat running club. But people want to come up and participate and walk. Like, go that's back that's to problem. The, the summer. We started in August, and the four session we had, we had 38 people. Um, I think we counted four weeks later, we had 78 at one session. About 12 weeks after that, we had 100 people going to Phoenix Park, and I swear to God, I'll never forget it. We are looking right, and MR Auto sponsored us, sponsored us with uh, Ardens t shirts. And I'm not lying to you. We're up in the Pogs Cross. Um, we had to section people off due to COVID, which is another, mm. we'll talk about mm. that, which is another battle. Um, we looked at my own car, didn't we? And we're like that. And I'm tipping him. He's tipping him. Like, from like, Carl, look, look at that. Look at that. Look at this over here. And we're like, <laughs> and we're just 
you know what could have, would have been a perfect moment? Do you ever heard the Lion King? Yeah. Uh, the, the circle of life. Yeah. That's what everyone was like. And if everyone was together, it would have been like the circle of the sunrise coming up because it was supposed to see of orange across. And we're like, holy imagine the Lion King. I'll say that. But even. Like, that was a sense of pride for his there. That was a high five yeah. moment. Yeah. That was like, yeah. do you know what? Now, now we're really We've done something good yeah. here, you know? Even back to the first day when we went up to the. Where did you say open the polo grounds? Polo grounds. And we were waiting there. We said, right, me for 10 o'clock or whatever I may have been. Uh, me and Dwayne were there. With, were there, wasn't it? The drivers yeah. were there. I said, right, how many people's going to turn up? Five <laughs> right. people turned up, great. We were at the down something, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And then, it's getting close to the time. People are coming in drips and drabs. And then, we're kind of nearly around 10 o'clock. And then we seen a lot of people coming from the car. We're like, what the fuck? Mm. And I was... We, everybody came anyways and then we kind of had a talk now I didn't talk I was mm. shy yeah, yeah, I was yeah. saying that's back to the wine the wine I don't think the wine kind of thinks <laughs> it, you know don't what think at all says you know you. <laughs> he, he'd go up and he'd talk in front of a hundred yeah. people and I'd be like oh, no, yeah, this, everybody's going to be looking at me talking yeah, right? yeah. so the wine done the bit or whatever and he was like Carl you want to say saying, no come on we go we're running like, you know what I mean? and that's I kind of grew from there and with the club I kind of grew as well Good. you know what I mean people confidence have, have and me, stuff yeah, yeah because like public speaking is not easy for anybody no Jesus no do you know what I mean and to grow up in front of five people even that you know you're kind of like it's a bit, it's a bit yeah. weird like, but that helped me grow as well but it's Get kind of that thing it's repetition people. the more you and do yeah, it the, the, the more comfortable you've come down it and, you know, and it's fantastic people go back to how does it work so you have two different personalities with the same mindset mm. for me I'm bubbly, I'm energetic. I'm not saying Carl's not. Mm. Carl's more Mr. Mr. Calm, Mr. Smith. an introvert, whereas you're yeah. more an extrovert. And, sort of and, and the, the thing I constantly go back and say, Carl is fantastic with see, dealing with people. Like, mm. So it's hard with COVID, right, when you're running and you have two groups. So I'm at the top or I'm at the bottom. But there's people obviously getting the best about worlds. So mm. we always interchange, right? Yeah. So some people, because I'm so bubbly in person, and I'll get on with anybody. So Carl gets on with people, but it takes kind of what Sometimes it takes me a bit to get into a bit, it. A bit, bit of time to get used yeah, to Yeah, and I'll get that. You yeah, see the shy people, people in the club. They gravitate to They gravitate to, to Carl. Yeah. And that's, that's, and that's, that's, that's where it's key. That yeah. That's where it's key. That so people, as it says, that is not so outgoing. And listen, most people from town, you know, yeah, Carl yeah. going back and you said it, Carl, the L ones, they love it. They love a bit of crack and that, that yeah. headbangers, that yeah, 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 they're great. Yeah. They're great, yeah. And then you have to the, the kind of the showy people and that's where it works where you get the best about Woods and me and Carl. And that's where the club in regards to attracting so many people. I Nobody feels left out on any level. I'm just bringing it back to what you said there about you had to separate because there were so many and because of the fucking times we're in now at the minute. How difficult is it for you? And I mean, I think one of the reasons why what you're doing is such a great fucking thing is because with the last year or so, you have people down on one end of the spectrum and on another just down each other's neck with bleeding, yeah. political polarisation and too many masks and vaccines. Yeah, and, they're, and they're all killing each other out yeah, there. Yeah. You know? And the government aren't addressing it. They're not saying, listen, you just need to just fucking come together on something. Yeah. So you, you have actually come up with something that brings people together That's on a it. common ground. I think yeah. even... even to COVID, right, in regards to what way it works and people have, well, they don't want to have this this opinion, they don't want to mix with other people and they don't want to do X, Y, and Z. It's tough trying to organise events, organise runs, organising people when restrictions are happening and stuff like that. 
me personally might get shot in the face for saying it. I'm anti-lockdown in regards mm-hmm. to, to me, seeing so many people suffer with mental health. Yeah. How many people realistically over the long term are you going to kill with mental health issues and keep them locked up? Some people may say, well, how many, many people are you going to save by keeping people locked in? And that's, that's where the argument comes mm-hmm. in. You know, me personally, I'm anti-lockdown. I feel, I feel get out, okay, it hurt the restrictions and, and the government mm. guidelines in regards to if it's mm. 15 in a pod or whatever it may be. Mm. We've had numerous of arguments with people, like even when one of the pods are 15, these are not social distancing. And they're just people throwing their aura. It's people, yeah. it's, it's people and civilians policing to one another that you're like, that's what's happening. Everyone has free will. Yeah. I, I live my way, you live yours, you know? And if it's in a business place and there's, there's, like you said, there is rules and restrictions, well then, whatever, avoid by them rules. But on the street, don't mm. don't be getting in someone else's. You have no right to do it. You know. There's that, like, times where you're running up in the park and you know what I mean. Just people like I don't know what it is that kind of. I jump into the bush. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they're just they're saying. They're diving in front of the cars and you're like, like, right, fair enough that they may be afraid of it. But if you're kind of that high up about it, maybe you know what I mean. Go out at times where it's not as busy or whatever like that. You know what I mean. True. Like, I know which I, is on that bush. Like, yeah. I I don't mind. Everybody has their own opinion, but like, do what's kind of right for you. You know and this mean, is if what, you feel like you need to grow, grow, but like, do it to the best of your ability bring without it back sacrificing to, anybody else. To you your know? point there, and, and these people who are so afraid, like your egos, like, oh, you fucking pricking all, like, because they're, like, they're looking at you like you're diseased. Yeah. Then you're thinking, and sometimes, like, to be honest... This, this, is a, this is a virus that supposedly attacks the respiratory system. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be out fucking running with it, you know what but I mean? There was, there was a time, right, and we were in the club, and the club was getting set up, and we... Constantly put it in videos, you can't say, you're coming to the club at your own free will, right? And that, that's the way it was. Mm. You're coming at your own free will, blah, blah, blah. So we're doing, trying to get ourselves out there. So the volume of people we were getting was fantastic. And we wanted to kind of get out of the social media and say, well, listen, this is how many people's getting out. Why can't you get out? Mm. And for us, it was to try and pull as many people out of town into wherever you're running. Yeah. So we're getting people in for a picture. As it says, we just jump in, quick picture. And we had people with like, slight comments. I'd like to join no social distance in here, blah, blah, blah. And some girl reached out to us, won't say her name, and she was a doctor. Really? And she texts us on Instagram, and she says, I think what she's doing is an absolutely fantastic job. I work for such and such, and for people that saying uh, outrunning with people is not good, it's absolutely fantastic what she's doing. The fitter you are, the more chance you have of fighting COVID. 100%. So, and then that was, that was an eye-opener. And then there was another time then we were out running and then a the doctor kind of says, uh, oh, there's no social listen. So there, there's two doctors. Who do you listen to? And there, yeah. and, and, and there you go. Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. And I mean, there is the one narrative and RTE are pushing it. And, but like, there's another side of people out there. And this is what I've seen. People are saying, well, I'm listening to the experts. And I'm saying, well, I've seen experts say the opposite. Mm. Yeah. You know? So it's like, who do you listen yeah, to? It's open. It's not, open the, 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 the fact that the conversation is not allowed to be had or the debate is not allowed to be had in the public domain and it's just one narrative being pushed and it's this is what's causing the fear out there in the streets. This is what's yeah. causing. Like, I remember a woman recently and she, she opened her umbrella like that. Like, she was playing Penguin out of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what the fuck? And a part of me's like, right, it's not her fault. She's fucking terrified, but yeah. she's watching too much news. You know what yeah. I mean? That's it. Then the other part of me's like, fucking cheeky cunt. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is, it is a bit mad. It's just one of them things where there's so many different opinions on it. And as you said, with the experts, there's one expert saying one thing, one saying the next. Like, it's like bringing the HSA, like, and you're saying, right, do I... Do I isolate? Do I not isolate? And you know, you get different people on the phone all the time, and mm. one, one will tell you one thing, one will tell another. But it's just, there's not, 
nobody knows how to cope with it. Another thing as well, when you have a bunch of cowboys running the running, running the country and they're giving out all these different these different ah, we're gonna do this and all this, just keep lying to people. Yeah. And it's gonna come a point where people are gonna say, Do you know what? We've a penny bollocks that me, home and fella. Do you know yeah. what? Fuck him, I'm going out, I'm gonna do this because it started off with flat the curve. Two weeks. Two weeks. And now it's flattening your flattening your mental health to I me. Know. Well like, like this is the saying, the slogan has gone and I'll be sure get off this topic now was but, but yeah, the slogan goes we need to learn to live with it. And yeah. I say, if this isn't living with it, it's hiding from it. Yeah. You know? So anyway, <laughs> get back out. Andy well, Cole, when I started, as I said, the one thing I'm not getting into, because yeah. I get heated about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate talking about it. Yeah. I hate talking about yeah. it. Just, you know what I mean? I'd rather not talk about it because it's everywhere you look. Yeah. Everywhere. Well, just to clear up everywhere. the topic, it, to, to, to run a club, to organise a club with COVID has been a challenge, but I think it's, it's I think it's matured us, Carl. Yeah, I think it has matured us. Like, the, the whole pandemic has kind of helped us as well in a sense that, like, you know what I mean, maybe this wouldn't have been set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go, and there's a silver lining there, I suppose. And that's, and that's the thing. I think, we're talking about fucking vaccines and giving yourselves a fighting chance, whether you catch the virus, I mean, what's the vaccine for mental health? What's the vaccine for depression? You yeah. know what I mean? Like antidepressant tablets, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? the best medicine. There's your vaccine, and what this is what you're giving them, you know what I mean? There you go with back to the challenge. It's virtual. Anybody can do it. And you don't have to get a swab to come up the club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So look at what's what's what's. How does anyone go about joining? Do they just do they, do they keep an eye on the page? Do they do they get in touch? Would it be, would it be probably best time? Helping. We've a five or ten k program due to start in January, and Carl actually said to me, "Is like them case are too one." I was like, "I don't know. Should we go on?" But Obviously, restrictions couldn't go ahead with it. So, we're hoping, fingers crossed, the Rest, 7th of March, we're going to try and do lift and all that and a new 5 and 10k programme. So, that'll be something for people that's coming out of the challenge mm. to get back out and mix with people. Please, God, that we're able and the restrictions are a decrease where you can get people out in parts of 50 minutes. That's the goal. That's the focus. A new really? 5 and 10k group. In regards to the club, if you want to join, text us on Instagram. That's mm. the best way. Keep an eye on the post. We're, we're constantly, aren't we, Carl? Constantly yeah, the, updating the, it. The two, of us, the two of us are on the page. So like, people, are, people are being responded to. We're in the yeah. minute. It's like, like a full-time you know, job. We're, we're yeah. constantly on it. I'll be honest with you. But this is what I'm saying. Is, gonna, it, it, do, is there a fee involved? Do people pay a fiver as they no, go? You, 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 you just pay you pay your subs in regards yeah, sure. to a monthly sub, right? And what we do is Is it needed? Well, you, can't, yeah. you can't do it no, no, I tell you why, because when we do events, you get medals. We have well. we, you get medals, you get water, we get sponsors and we T shirts um, and all that. Yeah. T shirts. So and if there's anybody watching, we're looking for sponsors, we're looking for people to come out that has a few quid that wants to pump it back into the inner city and that wants to give back uh, and do it in the right way. Our main focus is to get people out of the house, get them out and get them moving. At the end of it, have a reward. And we are talking about like all these kind of big events where you pay 60 quid and 70 quid to do marathon and stuff. That's fantastic. Mm. But we try and give that back to people that may not ever exceed to a marathon level. In regards, they do a 5k run, there's your medal, congratulations. Mm. And they'd probably hang up and say, you know what, never forget I've done that 5k yeah. run with the lads of the United City. Fair play, yeah. Like some people's 5k might be someone else's 42k. Yeah, right? and, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just as hard in, in different ways. You just know as you said there, about reaching out with sponsors and all, and I hope you still get people on board because you just don't see enough of, 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 of backing in the, in the inner cities from the, the looks of the Dockland areas. Like, I mean, there's so many fucking businesses and fucking just Apple and yeah. Google taking all over the place. and. You need to see. I'd love to see more of them backing things like what you boys are doing. That'd be now. amazing, yeah. And um, because the last the fellow I had on in my, in my last podcast, Paul McCown, actually, he's he's working in um, 
the Irish Human Rights and Equality Commission, right? So he, he, what he's trying to do is there's nine recognised grounds for the equality legislation in Ireland. And what he's trying to do is get social class recognised as a ground. So that means that if you're from the inner city or from a working class background or from a, a lower class area, you'll be you'll have rights. Like if you get discriminated for from from a job, because he, he was telling me stories, but people were afraid to put that address down on, on an applica- a job application it because the, or if you get <laughs> rejected Wayne from actually has a story if you get rejected it. from <laughs> from a nightclub or whatever. But he was ta- he, another thing, boys, he told me, and I think what's great is I think there's a lot of Dublin one involved in what he's doing. Yeah. And one of the stats that he told me in it was was. Dublin 1 of the whole country you're more likely to die before the age of 30 in Dublin 1 than anywhere else in the country mm. now, that's a stat that he yeah, hit me with and I said Jesus yeah. Christ now it could be from art and yeah, yeah, yeah. drug overdose stab shot whatever yeah. but it's like that Dublin 1 is such it's, it's not a big fucking area overall no, you know so no, for that statistic to be tuned out there so go on give us but, a start oh, the, the start of walk I used to walk for yeah. some prick and I'm not going to get the business names. He didn't like me because I lived in flats and he didn't like me because I wore a tracksuit on the weekends. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. He eventually got sacked from the job after fucking going to the boy last minute for him. Fucking spending, what, anointing the boy, coming back. That was probably the only benefit of the fucking, yeah. the, the benefit of the job. Um, it was a courier company. Really? Yeah, it wasn't any fucking anything up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he didn't like me. From the get-go, he, he didn't like me. And I get... Some people won't like me because of my personality, but I couldn't even show who I really was in that job. And I tell you why, because go back to the point of having anxiety where I'm energetic and bubbly, I couldn't perform to who I was because I knew I wasn't right. Some so people are intimidated by that. Yeah. I was intimidated, and from the get go, I said, I couldn't give a shit about him in regards to his business. Fair play, you. And end up finding a new job that I work for, and see the lads I work for, I loved them because they give me so much time, and I and when I'm in work, I'm saying, well, I can't work hard for these boys. Mm. But where the last fella, he discriminated me because I lived in a block of flats. I wore a tracksuit on the weekend. If you wore a tracksuit, you were a knacker. Now, bear in mind, this fella bought clothes at a second-hand shop and had his own business. Dwayne, Dwayne would be on the phone to me. He'd be coming home from work and he'd be in the hood. And he'd be saying, like, he's constantly kind of poking. Well, this is the thing. The so flats, if, he, flats, if he gets, you know, this, this bill is in the second stage and on the doll, and he goes to the third stage and gets passed, You'll be able to take action against that. For right now, yeah. you can't do a fuck all about it. It's just, it's just crazy. And I think, another thing as well, and without getting too much into it, we all know living in town gets a bad name. Yeah. We, we all know. Yeah. So many people now living in town has a bad name. Drugs, at the moment now, the knife, the knife crime is a fucking, is a, is a joke. It's so becoming, it's what I think, to, personally, it's becoming like London. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's constantly in the, in the media, uh, it's, it's a disadvantaged area, it's this and it's that. The amount of people from in town that as it's a community, when something happens, when shit hits the fan in a block of flats, if someone dies, all the yeah, other ones are yeah. together. Mm. Or if it's something further in the area, if someone's going through a hard time, a cancer or whatever it may be, the fundraising, the force to reach out. And people don't realise that the inner city is not all about drugs, it's not all about um, negative people. There's so many positive things Exhibit A, we're, mm. we're, we're doing so many positive things. And you can see, in so over the last so many years then as well, there's been an awful lot of negativity in around the drugs and gangland and all this kind of stuff. And now you look, of all those kind of areas that kind of wouldn't get on with each other, we've people come from Sharshi, we've people come from Cabra, we've people come from Old Devonie, we've people come from Oliver Bond. These are all integrating and they're all coming together. And mm. it's, as I said, the NRC is becoming it one them, again. That common ground. That's, that's brilliant, that was. That's, like, why is that it, that's again, again, the common ground uh, among them, sort of, where there's animosity and where there's this sort of fucking 
back of the mind fucking south side north side yeah. bollocks you know that's, that's, that's what years ago when we were probably 14, 14 like, and you're meeting on you're meeting on the bridge yeah, to the point of south side yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's, that was mad and Khan would always be at the top I'd be at the back <laughs> and the middle I'd seen them running I'd be gone it was more the case <laughs> like, 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 what, what was that all about that, that's just madness that, I suppose it's just kids being kids or whatever but like it's, yeah. not, it's not what it should be yeah. like, you know what I mean we're all, we're all one I don't think it's as bad today uh, obviously but like you said I remember the, the, the days we'd be bleeding all on the bridge meeting up and it was just completely out of fucking boredom wasn't it, Look, yeah, it was just like, they were just enemies for fucking yeah, no reason and it, this is all the division you know what yeah, I mean and yeah. again it's once people start to integrate you realise well hold on and you sit down and you have a fucking con- conversation with somebody you realise well hold on a minute these are just fucking the exact same people as, yeah, as yeah, I am yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean so and you get talking to people and there's so many things you have in common or whatever. And then before you know it, then you, like, you go to, <clears throat> we've done a course in uh, Orderstown, the FAI. Hands down, crap, best year of your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People will say, yeah and no, but you're a professional footballer for a year, you're getting, what, it was 200 quid a week, you're going yeah. around in oil and gear, you're training every day, you're in the gym every day, but you're also getting your, your, your education with your feet tackle number five. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, and, and uh, Jerry Davis actually, is the head coordinator over there in FU, oh, in, oh, sorry, oh, Irishtown. And there's one in Cabaret. Now, I think there's six or seven now in the country. So, if this even podcast hit anywhere around Ireland, which I hope it does, um, if you're into football, you're coming out of school and you're undecided about what you want to do, get into that course. Yeah. It'll keep you grounded. Because it's not, it's like a stepping stone as well. Because if you enjoy that kind of year, mm. you can go on to Carlo IT. Or you can go on to Blanche OIT, like they have similar mm, courses. Like, even going back to school, I got 80 points in my leaving cert. And this was another thing where I obviously had, I think a positive mindset and believing in myself. In school, they wanted me to leave when I was in fifth year, take him out, because it was the class clown I was going back to. And my master said, I'm not taking him out and putting him to the force. And I was thinking, put me to force, man, you're a great bit of crack. <laughs> and I'm obviously delighted that she didn't. Yeah. And anyways, came up towards the end of the leaving cert, and that's when I only copped on. I started doing stupid things, excellent work at home, mm. homework. I was handing it to the teachers and they're going to correct that for me. So it was me kind of studying when I was going mm. to family leaving suit. Now, I didn't do higher level stuff, did foundation and I did ordinary mm. stuff. And I got C's and I got, I think I got D's and B's, whatever, but I passed everything. Mm. And when he handed me my leaving suit results that day, the principal, he looked at me to say, Jesus, he done it. Mm. And that was one of those things where I was like, yeah, fuck you, I did it on yeah, my own. I'm going back to the course. With 80 points I got from my leaving cert, I ended up accumulating four, 430 yeah, points off that course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. if you feel like in skill where skill's not for everyone, which it wasn't for me because I have the attention span of a goldfish, yeah. and that, that's okay. Mm. And when I went to that course, then you mature as the course goes on. Mm. And as you mature, you're doing all the classwork, you're training, and you're enjoying the environment you're around. And every single person in that course is on the same journey with you. And it's, it's the same mindset, isn't it, the, the one thing, yeah, it's great. And like to come out with qualifications after having a great year, like you're, you're going in, you're going in Monday to Friday, you're playing football, you're doing class based work, you're doing gym work. Mm. You're going out to Abbottstown, DAUL, and there's professional footballers doing their coaching badges, Brilliant, and you're yeah. mixing with them, and it's, it's good, deadly. Yeah, like it's, it's good. I know like, a few you know boys who've done it, yeah. yeah. He's probably doing Brilliant. it the same. Well, like, what years is he doing? Jesus. Oh, he's done it in, oh, I don't know, six years now. He's still together? Oh, about eight years ago now. About eight years ago. Yeah, I've done it, and then Carl done it. And then um, it, w- it was funny, though, because, like, 
I was telling him all the buzz about it. Mm. Then he went and done the tour of Hegel on it, and he was like, "Oh, you were right," and blah blah blah. Mm. And you can just, you can just relate. And anyone that had done it, they go back and say, "Most of our mates have done yeah. it." Yeah. Most of our mates yeah. actually came out of school and went and done that. I'd say like, maybe seventy to eighty percent of our mates actually went yeah. through it. Like, yeah. I mean, some went on to college. It's not that you get like we got gym instruction, right? You're a lifeguard. You're forced out. Uh, qualified employment experience agility. Mm. Strength, strength, conditioning, spinning. You have so many certificates. You wouldn't believe you can buy yeah. them one year. And then, as I said, you meet so many different people. It gives we, you a chance then, doesn't yeah. it? It, it gives you a chance walk, in life to go and do something. That. You could walk out of that and walk into a gym. Brilliant, you know what I mean? Yeah. As a fitness instructor. And even, you know what I mean? Something that you might be in. Not going off the topic, but there's an awful lot of pressure on young people. Go to college, go to college. Young people's going to college yeah, for the sake yeah, of yeah. prudence to say, right, I'm going to college to do, to do this. You come out of doing what? a three four year degree and they're like oh, I don't want to do it that's not for me exactly they're forced into it it's like this is a big, this is a big issue that we have with a lot of things with people's lives and a lot of people don't they say they don't what they want they don't in life what they wanted to do but it's just what they were conditioned to want yeah. it's yeah. not what they really want mm. you know what I mean and, and that's why they're unfulfilled and that's why they're still unhappy even though they've in their eyes succeeded mm. but they haven't you know because it's not, it's just because you've been told to go down this path and you never mm. really wanted to be on it in the first place you know and I think you look at social media today, everyone's a fucking CEO and an entrepreneur and fucking this, that and the other, you know, yeah. I'm not knocking anyone, but like, it's almost like it's a crime these days to have a nine to five job and go home to your bleeding family and kids, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're a nine to five job at the moment. You're a bleeding, yeah, you're, you're yeah. an agent, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But this, I mean, is, this is what social media, it's as people, it says, they buy into stuff. There is good senses about, yeah. you know what I mean? And they buy into, and as I said, if whatever you want to be, I'm still believing you inspire to be you can, can inspire to be whatever you want to be mm. focus all your energy into that certain thing and go for it but don't try and have all these little things around it that you have you won't have time to do yeah. like my, my, my all my life footballer would be a footballer Mm. And you realise at 13 or 14 you're fucking shite <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know you're that, not, that, that goes over your head that goes over your head so then you've got to be realistic with yourself what, what would you love and for me living living in my ma's in, in the flats I'll never ever change where I grow up from and I'd love my kids to come to grow up in that environment yeah. no, it's not going to happen yeah. but I always said I'd love I'd love my own uh, my own car a 9 to 5 job Monday to Friday a woman that respects me, so and then obviously go get married, have two or three kids, and have a simple basic life. And people forget that's actually that's success. That's yeah, what that's, that's what money can't buy. That's exactly well, it. That's basic success. When it comes to that, we don't ask so much. Same as Dwayne, you don't want. You know what I mean? Like you can have your your, your dreams or whatever, yeah. but like if that's what you come out with. Happy days. A lot of people don't even end up with that. Because they're so busy chasing, like I said, something that they don't even want to. And they're lost. And I think the idea of fucking success equals financial wealth and and material possessions, it's not that. You know what I mean? It's whatever whatever fucking makes you literally fulfilled at the moment. But like, we became a dad there last year for the first time. I don't obviously have kids, boys, but it's, it's... it's changed me fucking yeah, life. It's all I want to do world, now is yeah. just be a dad. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? That's all I want to yeah. do. I'm like, man, oh, come on, pop another few out. We go back to like, you say, like, you know, and Carl says the dreams, like, I'm brutal as a handyman. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. And I remember Carl yeah. got me a job before. Maria you know, is more than handyman. But yeah, yeah, Maria, like, fucking, she bought papers and I'm like, having a clue, you know? <laughs> I remember Carl got me a job, anyways, and I was brutal. Like, me, me and Hoda say, like, she said, like, 
we get around the house, what would you like? And I say, like, I obviously want a big kitchen, big islands, big extension, yeah, yeah, yeah. a big back garden. It's just the telly on the wall, you're making your breakfast, you're watching Sky Sports News. It's just that, that's my dreams, mm. to be surrounded by your family. And to me, my man, that was always on and off. Mm-hmm. And we never had that connection where it was a proper tight-knit family. Mm. So I said, Maria, when we have kids, that's that's your goal. When you don't have something, that's what you inspired to be. So that's that's where that's where my focus will be going into yeah. the kids. You know, me and Hor probably blade and box the head off each other. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. not having one of those relationships where it's disjointed because what was it me dad every second weekend yeah. the back of me mass. And I respect and that's, that because there is so much yeah. of that today. The, the single mother right in, in Dublin and the incentive to be a single mother. Mm. I mean, you're, you're getting more money if you don't put the dad and the, the birth cert and stuff something like that. Something that has so, to be looked at. You know, it's, it is yeah, something that needs yeah. to be challenged, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and, and because keeping the father in the home, I think, is a mm. big thing. And, and luckily for me, we had it, but my dad did make some mistakes. I know we look at his mistakes mm. and I say, well, I'm not going to repeat them. 100%. You know what I mean? And, and along the line, we're going to make mistakes and our kids may say, well, I'm not going to say my mistake. And that's what, and that's, that's, that's life and there's so much things going on now and people say I'm going to keep going back to it social media they think there's a better life out there and they forget what's at home and they forget what's more important and as I say let's go back family is everything and for me and I hope you don't mind saying it Carl's the same as well uh, we, we had our Carl he never had a tight knit family and that's why we're always the ones yeah. saying no it was just me and my ma growing up you know? and you know man like my ma had to be my ma and my dad and yeah. we respect her for that and to be honest the way she brought me up, I wouldn't change it for the mm, world. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't change it for the world because I am the man I am today because of her. Yeah, well, you know what I, mean? I mean, she clearly done a good job. You're out there doing good yeah. work now, you know and what I mean? So. Sorry, even, but even going back and people thought it was in the club and they know we're genuine. Yeah. But we're genuine because we came from genuine people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Yeah. You don't lick it off a fucking stone. No, you know, and no. and that's that's the benefits that 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 we've had. And we all, we, me and Carl always say, "Where you that Yamaha that?" You know, yeah. you're stupid. <laughs> we yeah. but that's like, that again. Back to the the inner city fucking the 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 banter or whatever you want to fucking call it. it. Even having conversations with you, you know, what I mean, I've never met just before fucking mm. five minutes before mm. walking in the door, and the flow of the conversation yeah. is handy. It's easy to yeah, have because we've we've got similar backgrounds, backgrounds. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's poxy when you get that. Yeah, if you're sitting down with someone, you're trying to bleed and get blood out of a stone with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, this is what I, 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 this is all about. I'm starting it all about this. Look, I'm not limiting it to that, but the start of it, it's all about fucking inner city people who don't have a platform to tell their stories. Yeah. And who, who, you have everyone, all the influencers out there on this podcast, that podcast, and if there's podcasts fucking everywhere oh, nowadays. Yeah. So, they're telling the same stories over and over again because everyone wants to grow their following, so they're hitching their wagon onto these cunts, and I'm saying, fuck all that. So, this is yeah. called truth over popularity yeah. because I want to get the real people, true and people, and on, you know. Back to what you were saying about materialistic things like me and the way we go up and we do a session with the with the group or whatever and we'd be walking down the range farming and we'd be high-fiving and all you saying that's fucking deadly yeah. you know what I mean people walking away from you smiling and yeah. saying that's thanks very much after having a bad week and you know what this is at that kickstart me and all I think when I forced her home what we were actually doing with people with a, with a lad won't obviously, we won't say names because you probably won't just want to talk about it but with a lad, um, and he was living on his own, he, and he's living in England. He was living, he's from England, he's living in Ireland, the world. And he came up to the club one day, we were going to get these people, like, we don't know these people. So we thought we were only get people that we knew. Mm. And obviously it grew bigger. And he came up, he says, lads, you don't mind me joining in a couple of sessions. And as time went, boy, he was quiet, he was mm. shy. He said, who did he cling to? Mm. Carl, yeah. Carl, let you tell the story. And then like he, he, we'd be running or whatever, and he'd be... 
Shoei talking to me or whatever and he'd be telling me his background and, and then he'd be he'd be thanking us. Mm. That's all he could do was thank us. He was saying like, Listen, we'll go to work and you know, we'll just go home. And mm. without the club or kinda have nothing. Fuck you know what I mean? And, and it's great then being for him able to come up here and like, then have a community like and that's what he said. He said I come up here to kinda get to know people in the community that you know, that he's walking down the street and he can say, Oh, Hell yeah. You know what I mean? And just, just little things like that. And then he, he kind of connected with another two or three people out of the club and they go running yeah. themselves. That's, like that's, yeah. that's, that's fucking dead. That's, that's a success story in itself. Yeah. 100%. You know I mean? And going even to the, to the people that we have, they're like, as Carl, I'm going to keep saying this, Carl, I'm going to hang out the dry BL ones. <laughs> we, were never involved, we were never involved in a club. We, we were actually, we never had, we, we were a part of something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're like, and that's another high five moment. Going walking home, high fiving each other. I'm like, Do you know what? Fucking yes, it's great. And we have WhatsApp groups and the buzz between the groups and, and, and stuff the like support. that. And like everyone, like if someone even on the runs, if someone is falling behind, you get people like I mean Carl always had this thing, we'll wait to see how how much they come together. Yeah. So even we do new five K groups, we wait to see if they gel themselves. If they gel. Please. And yeah. then what happens is you see people on a run where me and Carl are saying, right, come on, come on, come on. Keep going, don't give up, don't give up. And then you see someone behind, like their partner, so me and you don't know each other. Oh, keep going, keep going. Yeah, it's just yeah, them little yeah. things that put that's a smile on your face. Good yeah, vibrations, it's, like it's yeah, just that brilliant. motivation. It's great just seeing people kind of stepping out saying, right, I know I'm not like a leader or whatever, but I see. And let's be honest, and in this country we're all bleeding big, grudging, cranky, the yeah. So when you see the opposite of people yeah. encouraging one another and, and, and wanting the best for one another, because there is a lot of it, like yeah. you said, in the inner city community and the spirit, it's, it's great to fucking see, boys. But, well, look, we're coming close to the end, so before we wrap it up, I'll just say fair fucking play these again. I respect everything he's doing, and long may it last. And, and, and I hope it's nothing but success. And the more people he's mm. reached, the better. And um, if you want to just look into the camera and take it away where anyone can reach us, any final message? Do you want to um, for anybody that's looking to join, um, you can contact us through the page, we'll get back on this. You don't need to, to be able to run or know how to run or ever run before. You can come up, you can walk, you can do anything. Um, we're just trying to create a community, bring people together and just get people active. And you were supposed to be the shy one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, yeah, no, you had, a, you had the nail on the head. We'll, we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> <laughs>